We're queer. We're geeks. We're, We're queeks. queeks. Superheroes. Star Wars. Broadway. Drag Race. So if you're super gay. Super nerdy. Or anything in between, listen to Queeks today. Wherever fine podcasts are sold. And find us on Instagram at Queeks Podcast. Welcome to the Astroholic Explains, a podcast where we try to explain the universe's greatest mysteries with fictional stories, Q&As, and interviews. Join Dr. Alfredo Carpinetti, the self-styled astroholic, and Chris, my partner in life and in science. Featuring experts and brilliant voice actors, join us in a light-hearted journey of discovery. Welcome to the final episode of Season 2 of The Astrolic Explains. We have another special fictional episode for all of you, and we hope you enjoy. There is going to be another episode before the end of the year, our Christmas special, so stick around after the credits to hear a little teaser about uh, the next episode. Enjoy The Eleventh Passenger. Home can mean many things. A place of sanctuary and rest. A place we retreat to at the end of the day. A place we long for if we're away. But longing can also take many forms. We can long for the comforts of home, and we can even long for the comforts of a home we've never known. A home only our ancestors knew. We find ourselves on board a vessel on the distant edge of the solar system. From afar, it appears nothing more than a speck of light moving through a vast and unknown ocean of darkness. A vessel that longs for home. Tissue, a tissue, we all fall down. I've always thought it off that I long the for beginning it. and our end, from whence all lights began. Like the sun is too strong. One day, you're just going to ship me off. Wake up, wake up! Come on, wake up, you're going to be late! Malfunction sequence activated. Warning. Acheron power at 50%. Warning, 50%. Oh, oh, what's happening? Ship power at 50%. What the hell? AI, alarm off. I'm awake, I'm awake. Better. AI, what happened? Ship power at 50%. Yes, I got that, but tell me why. I can't remember anything. Commander, the ship was caught in a wave of electrons that came from a solar flare. Ship power at... If you say ship power at 50%, one more time, I'll eject your hard drive. Ship power at 49%. Fuck. The commander surveyed her surroundings. Her ship was familiar to her, just about. The dark metallic walls were illuminated dimly in the faint blue light of the control panel display in front of her. She took a deep breath and nursed her head, trying to recall as much as she could about the events that led her to this point. AI, where... where did we start? We started at Proxima Centauri. Yes, the home system. How long was I there? I'm afraid I cannot answer that. This ship, where are we? How long have we been flying? We have been at near light speed for four years, two months and three weeks. Four... three... that would take us to Earth. We're nearly home, AI. Correct. She calculated the distance from Earth. Not long to go. She looked around the room. Just ahead, lying on the floor, were two rows of metallic pods, large enough to carry adult humans. It jogged a faint memory for her. Cryopod chambers. Perfect for passengers of interstellar travel. AI, 
how long have I been awake? I'm afraid I cannot answer that. Fine, then read me my mission log. November 1st, Stardate 2519. The pods are secured. All souls aboard. Total. Error. Malfunction sequence active. Mission log incomplete. Backup initiated. Mission log download at 5%. What the f- oh, come on. We're losing power and you're being no help. I'm afraid I cannot answer that. Okay, okay, okay. Think, think. She paced in front of the control deck, the red light from the AI system blinking ominously. Had she been concussed when the solar flare disrupted the ship's machinery? She needed to familiarise herself with the ship in an attempt to recall her mission, and quickly. AI, how many crew are on board? You are crew. Yes, how many others are on board? All passengers are in pods. The pods. At least I can get their names. A flicker of hope flared up inside her as she moved towards the pods, perhaps knowing the names of the crew would help jog her memory? The pods hummed quietly as she approached. There were no small windows to peer through, but a single small green light pulsed like a heartbeat on each one, next to a panel engraved with the name of each occupant. Number one, Jenna Holmes. Even just saying the name made something click in her mind and she found herself swimming in memories of a young Jenna. A tissue, a tissue, we all fall down. Next game, next game, what shall we play? Jenna was an old school friend? Maybe. I remember her playing, always playing. Hide and seek, you're it. I'm gonna hide, you'll never find me. Don't stay outside too long today, Jenna. The sun is too strong. Remember, we have church later. So defiant. She never did as she was told, but she was loved. Everyone loved her. She was so fun. Passenger number one logged. Jenna Holmes. Mission log backup download at 10%. I don't remember her when she was older, though. I can't place our relationship. I don't know how she wound up here. <sighs> number two, Stanley Wyatt. Now him I remember. Headstrong, proud, devout. Many, many friends. Happy birthday, Stan. 18 at last. You'll have to get a job now. No more pissing your life away at the docks waiting for your next hookup. <laughs> Real funny, guys. Real funny. So what's it going to be? Cadmium mines or Proxima B military? Nah, I'm leaving this place. For where? To work on the belt? The Temple Space Fleet recruited. I'm on the train for the next-gen recon scheme. You're not doing that. No chance. You'll get a proper job here. A safe job and... I'm 18, Mark. You can't stop me. Not anymore. I need to get out there. Think of the places I'll get to see. The temple offered me that. He did it, you know. He joined the fleet, first class with honours, one of the finest pilots ever trained. His team was the first to establish a base on Proxima C. Passenger number two logged, Stanley Wyatt. Mission log backup download at 20%. I don't remember him for this mission, though. Hell, I don't even remember what this mission is. Do you wish to continue updating the log? Yes, don't make me start over. Number three, Scarlet Scott. Scarlet, Scarlet, wake up, wake up! Come on, wake up, you're gonna be late! If you don't get up now, you'll miss the shuttle. I'm by Zeus, so help me if you get kicked out of the academy. You think your dad works his fingers to the bone on the belt so you can waste his money? Ma'am, all right, I'm up. Fine, leave it. Take it seriously. I won't always be around to defend you. I said I'm getting up! I wasn't there. I don't think I was, at least. Maybe she told me. 
She didn't have a great start in life. I think she felt alone a lot of the time. She didn't have many friends. No one really knew her. I don't know how I remember that. I don't remember much about her. Passenger number three, locked. Scarlet, Scott. Please input a title. I don't know, it doesn't say. I don't know what she does or why she's here. Mission log backup download at 30%. <sighs> number four is Reverend Peter Wellington. This is the first one with a title, but AI, why is there a priest on board? Passenger number four, logged. Reverend Peter Wellington of the Temple of Gaia. Back up at 40%. Temple of... Oh, okay, I remember. Him and his sermons. From her we arose, to her we fall. The beginning and our end, from whence all life began, to where it must return. To where we, all of us, all humans, must return. We, her children, who abandoned our mother and spread our seed out into the galaxy. We must all join the great reunion. The return of the prodigals. She awaits, alone, with open arms, with which to forgive, to embrace. The gates will open and welcome you home. He had a lot of followers, and I mean a lot. His sanctuary was always full and people listened. His message caught them. Something about being so far from Earth, from home. It started some kind of existential cosmic crisis. He made people want to return. Ship power at 45%. Yes, yes, okay, I'll hurry. As the commander approached the pod at the end of the first row, her eyes fell on the name of the occupant and she was hit with her strongest memories so far. Look at that sunset. I wish I'd taken time to just sit and enjoy more of them. I don't think these sunsets are a patch on how pretty Earths were, though. It's strange. I've always thought it odd that I long for Earth, like some voice echoing from a little corner of space, calling me home. Sadness, in a way. How can I feel nostalgia for a place I've never even been to? I'll get to it one day. I suppose. One day, you're just going to ship me off. Her name is Dr. Beatrix Hazelton. I think she's here with the priest, an important member of the congregation. She did a lot of work for the temple back on Proxima. Tech department, very friendly, always wanting to help everyone. She must be so old now. Passenger number five logged. Beatrix Hazelton. Mission log backup download at 50%. While the AI processed this new piece of information, the commander moved around to the second row of cryopods and briefly scanned their names. AI, these people, they're all related to the temple. Why are they on this ship? I'll go through the next few quickly. Are you ready? Proceed. Okay, number six is brother John Holmes, perhaps the father of Janna. Number seven is elder Andreas Dimitri. Number eight, Sir Lucas Mason. Number nine is sister Sarah Buckford. Number 10 must belong to me. Admiral Simon Carter, what the? 10 passengers logged, all souls accounted for. No, aye, 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 there must be a mistake. There's someone in my cryopod, or it's not my pod or something. All souls present. No, you're not listening to me. Something is wrong. Where are the other pods? Where's mine? The commander looked frantically around the room for sign of more pods, and when she couldn't find any, began searching for another room. AI, bring up ship schematics. Ship power at 40%. Hurry up then! Acheron schematics loading. 
Okay, okay, engine, docking bay, storage. That's it? AI, where's the rest? Where are the living quarters, the canteen, the washrooms? Load the full schematic. Schematic complete. Where's the rest of the ship? This is the ship, Commander. Then where is my cryopod? Where do I sleep? Your systems do not require sleep. What? That doesn't make any sense unless... Uh, I'm... Are they... They are in stasis. They aren't sleeping, are they? Mission log backup download complete. The commander paused, confused and afraid, then rushed to the control panel. The display read, Mission Log Elysium. Suddenly, it hit her. As though the floor opened up beneath her and she plunged into an abyss of recollections. Her name, her purpose, her mission. AI, play Mission Log. November 1st, Stardate 2519. The pods are secured. All souls aboard. Total 10. Stop. Project Elysium is to transport the 10 deceased martyrs of the Temple of Gaia to Earth aboard the funeral vessel Acheron. Stop. This mission will be governed by Cerberus AI under the command of Android Tech Charon. <gasps> Stop. May the gods have mercy upon them that their souls may reunite in the fields of Elysium. Stop. End mission log. Her memory rebooted, Commander Charon smiled at the funerary pods. Her purpose reinstalled. She was built by the temple to ferry the dead home to Earth, her task to safeguard them and their memories. The unexpected solar flare had rebooted the ship and her own memory, but everything was clear now. Everything was as it should be, as it was intended. I remember. I remember everything. AI, boot up the secondary power generator. Ship power rerouted. Backup generator online. We're finishing this. Destination Earth. We're taking them home. You have been listening to myself as the narrator, Danielle Amina as the commander, Dr. Suze Kundu as the AI, Emily Waller as Jenna, Claire Waller as Jenna's mum, Sasha Coward as Stan's friend, Tom Hale as Stan, Katie Evans as Stan's mum, Hannah Sabrun as Scarlet's mum, Lucy Waller as Scarlet, Mufsin Mir as The Reverend, and Anne Jones as Dr. Beatrix. The Eleventh Passenger was written and edited by Chris Carpinetti. We hope you enjoyed The Eleventh Passenger, and now there is a special teaser for you. It's a Christmas special, coming this December. Death by Eclipse. It was going to be a trip like no other. Even by the standards of the most famous Eclipse hunters, being able to see an eclipse from space was less of a chance in a lifetime and more of a chance in a few lifetimes. Sonam Vikram, the CEO of Vikram Space Travel and 12 other international companies, was about to inaugurate the crowning achievement of her life, an orbital hotel with a handful of rooms, five-star service and the best view you could ask for, the entire planet. For the opening, the hotel would be trailing the moon for 90 minutes as it cast its shadow on Earth. There were certainly people on Earth who would have killed to be on board. As it turned out, people on board were also ready to kill. 